Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. <laughs> Thank God we got through 2020. Yeah. And with his help. <laughs> with God's help, of course. Always, every day. Yeah. Yeah. And now we face... 2021! 2021. <laughs> and I wish I could say that it is on the right foot. I don't really know. I haven't figured that out yet. Oh, we're, what, the second day into it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're enjoying it, spending time together and visiting family and that sort of stuff, but our country as a whole is in turmoil. I wouldn't say that God's blessing is upon America at this time, but our country has fallen drastically away from good and morals and godliness, righteousness, and justice. Yeah. With that said, um, we've got a couple things to talk about. And one of the things I want to bring up is there is going to be a rally, mm-hmm. a Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C., this Wednesday, January 6th. I believe it starts at 10 a.m. Uh, I know there are numerous state capitals that are going to also have visits from patriots and Christians and Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I strongly encourage Americans to take off their masks and start defending your rights mm-hmm. as Americans. Uh, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be wearing a mask because your faith and trust should be in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. for his protection over you and his healing. Uh, so you shouldn't be wearing a mask at all. Yeah. Um, and you should be stepping up for your American brothers and sisters and even those around the world, mm-hmm. defending them and protecting them. So we have a job to do as Christians and as patriots, and so we are going to step up uh, on the 6th. Um, state capitals, again, uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, we are trying to get people involved there. Wyoming is the least populated state. However, we have questionable representation for us as well so we need Mm -hmm. to uh, do something and and we will do whatever we can so that being said yeah we are going to start off in the old testament because it is in nehemiah 4 is amazing yeah it is an amazing story and it talks about People coming together and doing what was right and defending each other, and our country needs that right now. Unfortunately, it's not something I think I've ever heard in church, which I think there needs to be more of it, because it talks about really just taking a stand and defending each other and everything that you have. Right. So before I start, a little bit of backstory is Jerusalem was pretty much destroyed, all of its walls were taken down, and Nehemiah... Moved to Compassion, moved by Compassion, he decided to go back to his home, which was Jerusalem, and start rebuilding it, and people started coming against him and against his people um, as they tried to rebuild God's city. So, starting now, it says, Now when Sanballat heard that we were building the wall, he was angry and greatly enraged, and he jeered at the Jews. And he said in the presence of his brothers and of the army of Samaria, What are these feeble Jews doing? Will they restore it for themselves? Will they sacrifice? 
Will they finish up in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of rubbish and burned ones at that? Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him, and he said, Yes, what are they building? If a fox goes up on it, he will break down their stone wall. Hear, O our God, for we are despised. Turn back their taunt on their own heads and give them up to be plundered in a land where they are captives. Do not cover their guilt and let not their sin be blotted out from your sight, for they have provoked you to anger in the presence of the builders. So we built the wall, and all the wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. But when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabs and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the repairing of the walls of Jerusalem was going forward and that the breaches were were beginning to be closed, they were very angry. And they all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to cause confusion in it. And we prayed to our God and set a guard as a protection against them day and night. In Judah, it was said, the strength of those who bear the burdens is failing. There is too much rubble. By ourselves, we will not be able to rebuild the wall. And our enemies said, they will not know or see till we come among them and kill them and stop the work. At that time, the Jews who lived near them came from all directions and said to us ten times, You must return to us. So in the lowest parts of the space behind the wall, in open places, I stationed the people by their clans with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And this next verse, verse 14, is probably my favorite verse in Nehemiah. And it says, And I looked and arose and said to the nobles and to the officials and to the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. When our enemies heard that it was known to us and that God had frustrated their plan, we all returned to the wall, each to his work. From that day on, half of my servants worked on construction, and half held the spears, shields, bows, and coats of mail. And the leaders stood behind the whole house of Judah, who were building on the wall. Those who carried burdens were loaded in such a way that each labored on the work with one hand and held his weapon with the other. And each of the builders had his sword strapped at his side while he built. The man who sounded the trumpet was beside me. And I said to the nobles and to the officials and to the rest of the people, The work is great and widely spread, and we are separated on the wall, far from one another. In the place where you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. So we labored at the work, and half of them held the spears from the break of dawn until the stars came out. And I also said to the people at that time, Let every man and his servant pass the night within Jerusalem, that they may be a guard for us by night and may labor by day. So neither I nor my brothers nor my servants nor the men of the guard who followed me, none of us took off our clothes. Each kept his weapon at his right hand. How awesome. Yeah. It speaks even to this day right in this very moment. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we discussed Nehemiah in previous podcasts, mm-hmm. just not that whole entire chapter. <laughs> Yeah. But it is absolutely fitting for right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in 23 verses, there's so much information and so much that applies to today. It's people that were 
being teased and mocked and they were being attacked, harassed, threatened, discouraged. And then someone like Nehemiah, he positions them in such a way where they can do the work, they can protect themselves, and he encourages them. Right. And it's not about um, what they can do in their own strength. It's remember the Lord, how great and awesome he is. He will fight for us. He will give us the strength to accomplish his will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we need to come together. Yeah. We need to work together. We need to plan together. These evil politicians, the reality is they don't win in the end. Mm-hmm. They may have. They try. No, and and the thing is, is I know that there are people all over the world that are dealing with this ridiculous, anti-American, unconstitutional tyranny. Uh, yeah, the tyranny of the mass and the mandates, and that is not America. And God gave our founding fathers so much wisdom and knowledge, prophetic wisdom and knowledge, mm-hmm. yeah. to plan our country to combat. What's going on right now? You could read Nehemiah 4 over and over and over again and just feel amazing that God is going to do something if you're willing to step up and not be afraid. Mm -hmm. You cannot be afraid. It's not going to save your life. If anything, your life will end sooner than later. And you will be judged for not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. What a horrible thought. You can't just stand there doing nothing. You have to do something. You come alongside your brothers and sisters in Christ. You come alongside your fellow Americans that are being bullied by politicians and cops that have no business arresting them because they don't have a a mask. Those mask mandates are not laws. Mm -hmm. They are not laws. And they cannot be um, arrested for resisting that. You don't know what kind of medical issues or just because they want freedom. You cannot take that from them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just people in authority that are bullying other people. It can be other people. Oh, yeah. You walk in the grocery store, and if you're not wearing a mask and someone else is, and they're harassing you and calling you names and threatening you, it's like, if you really believed your mask was protecting you, what does it matter? Yeah. Why, Why are you so worried about it? Stop. Yeah. Just stop talking. Uh, some people can't wear them. Nope. What about them if they have a, a medical issue and they can't wear a mask? Are they going to be bullied and harassed by other people? But that's that's not what America is. And America turned so fast on each other. Yeah. So fast. I never thought it would happen. But it, it bugs me. Yeah. And, and these people need to stop. Our country is being destroyed, and those people wearing masks and idly standing by are the downfall of this country. The rest of us are trying to step up, and we will step up, because that's what God's called us to do. And because we are doing something and being faithful in what God calls us to do, our reward is going to be great. And those that follow suit, those people will also have a great reward. Repent, turn away from sin, stop following these illegal... Uh, oppressive orders that neither God nor the founding fathers ordained. Yeah. Yeah. And we Mm -hmm. talked about this, I think, in our last podcast where Mm -hmm. we found verses that basically said, you know, we have freedom in Jesus Christ. Why do you 
you know, set all these regulations for yourself that don't do anything. Yep. Um, they don't help you deny your flesh. They don't help you grow spiritually. There is no point in them. Right. That is just worldly evil oppression, which is not of God because Jesus has set us free as Christians. And so if somebody is trying to oppress you and control you, it's more witchcraft than anything else. Right. And it is completely evil. Yep. Yeah. All of these, <clears throat> excuse me, all of these things going on that are oppressive, destructive, uh, these politicians stealing elections, stealing our money, uh, giving it away to people that we'll hate us. We'll use it for harm. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's our money. Yeah. I mean, it. that's ours. We're supposed to have representation. That's what they're hired for. They work for us. We the people. If they aren't doing their job, then we have taxation without representation, which goes against the Constitution. And we can go on and on about that, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So I'm going to jump into Revelation 12.12. 12. It says, Therefore rejoice, O heavens and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because his he knows that his time is short. So that's yeah. why we see so much chaos, so much lawlessness, so much evil. Is Satan is wreaking havoc because his time is quickly coming to an end. Yeah, he's going to drag as many people down with him as he possibly can, and the fools going along with it are the ones going straight to hell as well. Yeah, and we pray for those people. Yeah, we pray that. God softens their hearts and removes the veil from their eyes because they're headed to a place where they will never escape. It's dark. It's ugly. It smells. It's on fire all the time. You're getting tortured for all eternity. All eternity. There's no way out. Right now is your way out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to give life. Yeah. Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. It's easy to tell who's on what side. You just, you just use that and you know. Yeah. It's interesting because you said that we pray that people, the veil would be removed for them. It's kind of like masks have become this physical veil. A lot of people who wear them, they don't actually know the truth. They haven't done research. They haven't Mm -hmm. educated themselves. They're... Operating out of a state of ignorance and fear, and fear, they're not yeah. walking in freedom that um, we have in this country or that God Himself has given to us, and so masks are now like this physical veil. Yep, and it's really sad. Yeah, because I mean, you just need to step out of fear, right? Yeah. Move into faith, and especially as Christians, because the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. Yeah. But also God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but, but a, a power, love, and sound mind. Second Timothy one seven. Very good. <laughs> Very good. So who's up next? What do we got? We got First Peter. Uh, that's me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like how you raised your hand. Like, that's no me. one I know. can see. <laughs> um, So 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 through 11. And it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. 
Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Talk about the good news. Yeah. We just have to suffer a little while here. Yeah, we have to endure, yep. persevere, and because of what is coming, the Bible makes it very clear on what is coming, yep. we need God's help. Yep. Yeah. We need, I think it's important to encourage one another, because right. yeah. if you're encouraging other people, then they know that they're not alone, and right. I think that that will help a lot, Yeah. but also knowing that we need God. We That's need the priority. Help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to get through this. Yeah. Without God. Yeah. You can't win a war without God. Start in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and you can see all the wars that were won yeah. just by being obedient to God. Yeah. And what he told those soldiers and warriors to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We trust him. We be obedient. We do what he tells us to do, and we will be victorious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's quite simple. Yeah. And I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. So, okay, next one. Um, we're in Jude. Yep, that'd be me. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're in Jude. 18 through 23, I believe. Yep, yeah, I was going to say chapter, but yeah. there's no chapters in it. I'm like, it's just Wait one letter, one chapter. Yep. <laughs> so it's Jude, verse 18 through 23, and it says, They said to you, in the last time... There will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others, show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. That's what all Christians are supposed to be doing. Being honest and truthful. Yeah. And waking people up to their final destination is either going to be heaven or hell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what we're called to do. And there's some mighty people right now that are politicians and ex-generals that are speaking truth. Yeah. And they are really getting attacked for it. But God warns us that we will be. Yeah. Those yeah. of us speaking truth are going to be hated. Yeah. Because it's easier for people to live a lie than want to hear the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they'll hate those that speak the truth. We already know that. Yeah. The Bible talks about it, reiterates it. It's... It's not because they hate us, it's because they hate Jesus. Yep. Yeah. They hate truth. They hate goodness. They hate the light. They love their father, the devil. Mm-hmm. And they're going to follow him wherever he goes, including hell. Yep. Yeah, I think of, uh, I think it was John and Peter. They got arrested. Was it John and Peter, I think? I think so. And they no, got arrested for Peter. preaching about Jesus Christ. And they rejoiced because they were worthy to be persecuted for yeah. the name 
Christ. Yeah. 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 But they didn't stop, though. Even yeah. though the government told them to, mm-hmm. they didn't stop. Mm-mm. They said we can't stop. Yeah. We were called to do something, and we cannot stop. Yeah. yeah. They basically said we're not going to be cowards, and we're not going to buckle under the pressure yeah. of yeah. evil, because evil, it loses in the end. We just have to remember that. Yeah. This is all temporary. It's not forever for us. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're on John. Third John. Third John 11. Yep. Third John verse 11. It's all one chapter. Yeah. (laughs) One chapter. (laughs) It says, Beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil is not, has not seen God. And it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can decipher who's who. Yeah. yeah. Whether they're in the FBI, whether they're in uh, state senate, house of representatives, yeah. governors, mayors, police officers. In their yeah. or in your own state. Yep. Neighborhoods. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's blatantly obvious who's doing good and who's doing evil. Yeah. I think that now it's becoming even more obvious. Yeah. Um, and the because of how obvious everything is, the state of everything is even more... It can be more disheartening because you right. look around and you see how many people are falling for lies and they're not believing truth and... Especially in a small town that we live in of less than 5,000 people, you would think that more people would band together, um, but they're not. Right. And so that can be incredibly disheartening, but you have to remember what the Bible says, and you have to remember that you're not the only one... um, Experiencing this stuff. Experiencing it, but you're also not the only one that's trying to stand up for good. Right. You're not the only one that's going against the grain and going against evil and saying, no, I believe that what I am doing is right because this is what the Bible says. You're not the only one doing that. There are people in your state, in your country, and just all over the world who are also doing that. Yeah. Um, Because as Christians, we're all part of one family. If we're part of one family, I believe that we have one mind. Right. Because if we're believing the Bible, it's one mind. And so we're definitely not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good to remember because sometimes it does feel like you're fighting this huge battle by yourself. Yeah. Uh, the government has made sure to cut people off from each other. Yep, yeah. Isolate and, and distance. Is, yep, isolate and distance, and that's of Satan. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's the lion. He prowls around for a victim. Mm-hmm. And lions go after the ones that are separated and are weak. Yeah. yeah. And they are easy targets. Mm-hmm. And so Americans need to step up and bind together. And stop the evil that is around us. Something that you've told us before is that we are stronger together than we mm-hmm. are apart. Yeah. And if um, one of you listening do does, <laughs> does feel alone sometimes, also remember that God is always with you. Mm-hmm. He will never leave you or forsake you. And you can find that in the Bible. But yeah, You can yeah. cry out to him, though. Yeah, He hears you. Mm-hmm. And you can cry out with sincerity, and he will absolutely be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've screamed at the top of a mountain before, just out of frustration and feeling absolutely alone. And God was very present, and it was amazing how he came through. Yeah. So well, it's, it's awesome. 
Yeah, and also, if you're a Christian, you've repented, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you have the Holy Spirit within you wherever you go, so that he's a guide, he's a teacher, he will help you. So even if you're the only one physically doing something, if you're alone physically, you still have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Mm-hmm. So just pray. another reminder. Ask yeah. questions. I mean, depend. Have faith. Just don't mm-hmm. doubt. Don't question. He's very present and very there. Yeah. Um, next one is First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. That would be me. Um, it says. Oh, oh I'm here. Whoopsie. <laughs> Um, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We get victory. Yeah. He says it right there. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. There is no victory apart from Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly true. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important. Surround yourself with true people of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't stress that enough. There are people that call themselves Christians mm-hmm. that have absolutely no faith. In God whatsoever. They don't actually believe anything. They call themselves Christians, but they truly are not at all. They don't walk in the power and authority of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And true Christians do. True Christians can lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. True Christians can get rid of demons. True Christians have boldness and speak all... Of the word of God. Yeah, yeah. The whole truth. The whole truth. Not bits and pieces. I see some politicians out there. They call themselves Catholics, which that's debatable. <laughs> and uh, where their belief system is, there is nothing Christ-like about them. Yeah. They are evil on the most evil level. Yeah. They are lawless and they demand destruction. That's not of God. No. That's mm-hmm. of Satan. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yeah. It's really kind of sad and kind of sometimes makes me angry when I see people from a church walking around with masks when they claim to be a Holy Spirit-filled church, mm-hmm. when they don't know what that feels like because they've never been in it. They mm-hmm. haven't had enough faith mm-hmm. for it. Right. So they... They put time limits and they, they don't give God an opportunity to work. Yeah. And they also don't pray and... Um, it's probably something we have to discuss in another podcast, but <laughs> there's just too much. Um, but another way you can kind of tell if a church especially has faith is if they pray for people. Can you go to your church and say, hey, can you pray for me? And are they actually willing to do that, or does it make them uncomfortable? You know that a church that we were going to, the only time we really ever saw someone being prayed for is if they caught the pastor before he ran down the aisle to, you know, say goodbye to people. If they caught him and he prayed over him, that was the only time. Yeah. I know that you, Mom, have gone into the church and asked people to pray mm-hmm. over you and over us and our situation. They were so uncomfortable. They yeah. didn't know really what to do. Yeah. I mean, the Bible says if they're sick among you, Bring them to the elders of the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allow them to lay hands on you and to anoint you with oil because the prayers of a righteous person avail much. Yeah. 
it is that simple. And again, we could go off about right. you know being righteous and how people don't believe that they are right. righteous and on and on. Yeah, if you're not sure, ask God for wisdom and knowledge. He gives yeah. it freely. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you ask without doubting. Right. You have to have faith. Yeah. You can't just ask God for one thing, expect an answer, and then go back to a sinful life. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just can't live that way because God eventually is going to say, <laughs> sorry, yeah. you're on your own at this point. And he says that. People continued and continued and continued to ignore the truth, yeah. and he gave them up to their debased minds. Mm-hmm. And they believed the lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He only gives people so many opportunities. And that's the reality of it. Yeah. Um, So last scripture we're going to read is from Revelation 22. It's 12 and 13. And it says, Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay everyone for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. We are in the end times. Mm-hmm. We are not in the Bible because we are the last generation to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, with the lawlessness, excuse me, lawlessness and the evil that is running rampant, um, it really is just a matter of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be cautious about the vaccines going around as well. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to say anything, but I feel like that needs to be said really quick. Mm-hmm. These vaccines that are out mess with your DNA, and some of them have chips to track you, which is the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the ones messing with your DNA is basically messing with how God created you. Mm-hmm. You are altering who God created you to be. Yeah. The minute you take that vaccine, you are no longer of God. Yeah, because the Bible says you were created in God's image. And if something is messing directly with your DNA, it's trying to play God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is going to be of Satan. Right. Because that's why Satan was thrown out of heaven. He tried to be God. He was prideful. He tried to be God. Got him thrown out of heaven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be any different with people. No. No. If you're going to say, if you're going to reject God, say, oh, I'm going to take this vaccine because, quite frankly, you don't have faith. You're living out of fear. That is your choice, and you will have to live with that, and you will be judged for what mm-hmm. you have done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You will suffer consequences. Yeah. Um, and, and there's been a lot of side effects with those. Um, Including fevers, which is a COVID symptom. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't weird. make sense. Yeah, it's supposed to protect you from getting COVID, and then you get a fever, and it just doesn't make it, sense. Yeah, all of it is, it's chaotic, and it's confusing, and God says that Satan is the author of chaos and confusion. Yeah. So it's quite simple that all of these things are not of God. Yeah. They are of Satan, and those of us that endure to the end... Standing firm on faith, no matter the cost. Speaking truth in boldness, no matter the cost. Standing up for our brothers and sisters in Christ and standing up for our country. Fighting alongside, spiritually and physically, if we need Mm -hmm. to. That is what we are called to do. Yeah. And we will do that. So we pray blessings and protection over everybody going to Washington, D.C. and the state capitals. If we're able to get there, we will get there. Uh, That is an uncertain 
thing at this point, but yeah. we're sure going to try, or I am anyways. Yeah. Um, and we just pray blessings over every person that listens to this. Mm-hmm. And we pray that you're encouraged and that you stand up and fight for freedom, the freedom that God gave us, the freedom that Jesus died to give us, mm-hmm. and what our founding fathers brought to life because Jesus Christ gave them the ideas. Yeah. We need to fight for that. Mm-hmm. That's what makes America exceptional. And that's where God can get some glory. Mm-hmm. And people can get redeemed and hopefully get their salvation. Yeah. We also pray blessings over your whole year and yeah. hope that it's a hope and pray that it's a good year. Yeah. Pray that it's better than twenty twenty in every way. <laughs> yeah. And that's filled with a lot of hope and peace and Joy and laughter. Take your mask off and laugh. Breathe in some fresh air. Go for a jog. Don't worry about what people (laughs) are thinking. Enjoy life again. Yeah. We need to because you're not guaranteed tomorrow. God gave you life. Enjoy it. Live it. Mm -hmm. That honors him. Live really? with a smile on your face, not a mask. There you go. <laughs> and don't you dare draw a smile. <laughs> that doesn't count. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't count. count. Well, God bless y'all and God bless America.